the Sweet FA Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode three of the Sweet FA Podcast. I'm your host, Michaels, and tonight we've got a pretty jam-packed show. There's uh, plenty of people getting toasted and roasted. We're going to assess the Fury's captain, Wacky Tiger, and we're, we're going to have a look at some stats sent through by, by hate. So uh, looking forward to doing that later on. But before we get into it all, we'll say hello to our guest for this week. Our first guest is the captain of the Wonders, Hado. Welcome to the show. G'day, guys. Thanks for having me. And our second guest is in a leadership group at the Swamp Rats and was embroiled in a, a bit of a saga against noobs the, in the previous week. So we'll see how that plays out tonight. Sports Maniac, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. No dramas at all. All right, we'll jump straight into it. We've got a, a new segment this week called Opposition Poster of the Week. So we all have a good bit of banter in our match threads every week. And I thought it'd be a good time to recognise some of the opposition posters that we come up against because, you know, we all know our own teammates really well. But I thought we could um, give a bit of a plug to some opposition players. So, Hayley, I'll start with you. Who was your opposition poster of the week? Um, so I've, not particularly this week, but just in general... Um, I've gone with Rodney Dangerfield from the uh, Mount Buller Demons that we're playing. Um, just the fact that I'm not sure exactly how someone like Rodney can front up every week despite the performances that he puts on the field and is calmly showing his face around. So it's I think it's more of a sort of testament to his character that the Sim completely hates the guy. However, he puts on a brave face, face each week and still somehow gets a game from his leadership group. It must be wearing him down. Like, playing in a team like the Demons and the Sim against him, like you said, there has to come a time where someone has to say, no, enough's enough, I've got to move on, surely. I think it's probably the best for him to finally say, like you said, enough's enough. But, you know, he's. I think he's playing at full forward at the moment, so I'm, I'm pretty chuffed that they've still... Because that was my idea originally from the tribunal thread um, to put... Um, yeah, running it full forward, and and what is it? Six weeks later, and he's still there. So he must be doing something right at the time. Now, I, I feel like this is a, a mini sales pitch by yourself to try and get him across. Is that a fair thing to say? Uh, no, there's always a, spench, uh, a space on the bench for him. Oh, I guess on the you bench. Say. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that at least he's out of the way at that stage. All that. <laughs> wow, oh. Rodney, not good enough to play on the field at Lavonda's. You've heard it here first. No, we're, we're jam-packed, so Rodney, do your time. <laughs> okay, and uh, Sports Maniac, who was your opposition poster of the week? Um, oh, I went from last week's match thread against the Furies, and mine is Manangatang, if that's how you pronounce it. Yep. Um, I actually spent a little bit of time practising it before I came on tonight. Um, for me, he hasn't been in the league long that I can recall. But he just he brings a good positive energy to the match threads. And last week with the Swamp Rats and the Furies just posting random banter uh, against each other, against their own teams in friendly fire, I just thought he brought a really good energy and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, he's, um, he's very, very good. I enjoy his stuff on a weekly basis. Very, very funny, very good sense of humour. Uh, yeah, he always gets a laugh out of me. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. All right, well, that's, that's good to hear about the uh, the opposition posters for the week. Well, we'll move on to the serious stuff, though, the roast and the toast. Uh, Hado, I'll start with you first. What was your toast for this week? 
Um, so my toast was pretty much league wide um, with all the veterans of how active they've actually seemed to have become over the, you know, compared to last few seasons. So talking um, Lunity, Lunity um, PVF from the Wonders, Tarkin 24, um, you know, guys like Headless and Ant555 from the Swamp Rats. Um, I, I think there's just a, a real activities from them this season which i haven't seen in my previous six seasons that i've been in the in the league for yeah they really do seem to be leading the way this year which is really good to see and i think it helps when people see them getting involved it really encourages everyone else to join in as well which makes the league a funner place to be i i think it's um and media threads as well i know that um you know headless has obviously had his campaign for his 300th game that he's had throughout the whole of this season um lunity has made many sort of media threads throughout the season as well. So it's not just posting in the match threads, it's actually getting involved in media again, which is always good. Yeah, absolutely. And what about the roast for this week? What are you, what are you going with? Um, so my roast is against the opposition team that we're playing. So it's the Foundation Cup, which is the Wonders versus the Demons. Um, and I've baffled as to know how the Demons have been in the competition for the same amount of time as the West Coast Wonders, so ever since Season 1, and they only have the one Premiership to show for themselves compared to the Wonders 5. People, you know, they talk about luck within the sim and that sort of thing, but how can you, how can you explain such a vast difference between the two sides? It's just unexplainable. Poor leadership has anything to do with it, possibly? Uh, possibly. I think we'll get to that a bit later, though, because I think one of the captains we're having a look at is the Mount Buller Demons captain. So that will, sort of, yeah, that will sort of stem together a bit have later you, on. And Sports Manning, have you got any thoughts on that? Why the Demons uh, have been so lacklustre in their success so far? Uh, I think it's about luck in the sim, to be perfectly honest. And I can speak on that with some authority, too. Fair enough. All right. Um, well, Given our given our recent given our recent uh, adventures with the sim, I suppose. Yeah, you know you know things are getting lucky for you when the swap mates win three in a row. <laughs> oh, it's about time we got some luck. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, it has to change at some stage. Well, before that, we were going at five wins from twenty odd matches. I mean. Uh, five wins from 22 matches or something like that. I can't remember what it was. Like, that's just unprecedented. It is. You, you must have been using some of Lunity's coins. Oh, uh, a little, a, a few bribes um, haven't gone astray either. <laughs> All right. And while we've got you, we'll ask you what your uh, your toast is for the week. And based on the notes that you've given us, um, I'm interested to hear where you're going with this. I would. Um, oh, my toast for this week is the uh, Warriors, to be perfectly honest. Um, I, I believe that they have taken some steps forward this season. Um, I, I recall back to the last time the Swamp Rats played them and there really wasn't much going on. Like, they just... It wasn't as active. There wasn't that excitement. And when we played them a couple of weeks back, 
I've got to give credit not just to the Warriors, but to their captain, um, Woosh. Woosh has done an unbelievable job bringing back some energy to the Warriors. And, yeah, the thread might not have been um, as active as some, but there was you could sense that energy and that engagement. And it was just such an improvement. And I really enjoyed it. And I... I'll credit the Warriors for, um, well, restoring my faith in the uh, in the teams of the SFA quite somewhat, um, given what happened the week prior to that, which leads into my roast. Yep, go on, straight into it. What was the roast? Um, my roast, the Gumbies. Um, I can. I'll, I'll preface this by saying that I have no issues with any posters at the Gumbies per se. I have great respect for them, but... Is there many posters? Well, that's it. That's the thing. Like, who actually is there? Allegedly, there are some. Um, I think you might need to go through a Where's Wally book to try and find them all. (laughs) But where were they? Um... We we barely saw them. And you talk about trying to engage with the opposition. How the hell can you engage with the opposition when they don't even turn up? Like, when they turned up, we welcomed them into the thread. But then that they disappeared faster than money does from my bank account. I mean, come on. <laughs> and I think that's... It's a good point you make with the contrast, I suppose, between the Warriors who are sitting last, but yet are pretty engaging in all of their threads compared to the Gumbies who are second last who have just mentally checked out. It just... There's just nothing there. And when you have the captain of the Gumbies saying, and I'm paraphrasing this, but when you have the captain saying, um, I gave up on the match thread after Tuesday, are you kidding me? That's just... It's pretty average. That, that's... That, that, that's all it comes down to, isn't it? It's it's basic leadership. Um, on yeah. one end, you know, you've got Wushet. Sorry, if we got Wushet at one end, you know, who's on the bottom of the ladder, but the Warriors match threads are actually entertaining and engaging. Whereas you've got, you know, someone like Golemless, who was an ex-Wonder, by the way, and there was obviously a coincidence as why the Wonders were such a terrible posting team in season 22, 23, when him and a certain co-captain were as in charge. Um, and everything's gone down since, gone downhill ever since Gollumless has taken over from the Gumbies. Yeah, like, I just... I, when a captain says that, I, I hate to bring up Boycott Gate from last season, but what is the difference between a boycott and someone actively giving up on a thread. But then, to make matters worse, after the original game got posted before the resim, they then all came in front-running. Like, are you kidding? They just, they don't take the hits during the week and they just come in like a bunch of front-runners post-game going, look at us, we won the game. It's like, Really? Yeah, they've, uh, what, they're, in, they're in a bit of trouble down there, I reckon. I, I, I think there needs to be an administrator that takes over at the Gumbies because it's just 
No disrespect to whoever's there at the moment, Gollumness, Atlas, um, Jade. Like they've got they've got some okay rookies, but where's the leadership that drives them on? Encourage encourages them to participate. So do you reckon that's, that's, that's do you reckon that Gollumless needs to step aside or does he need extra leadership at the club? to make sure that it's a steady hand up the top so it runs through the rest of the team? I would argue an extra hand. Yeah. I, I think, like, Gollumless, when he posts, he is engaging. Yeah. When he Because he was an ex-Swamp Rat as well for a while there, for a little, for a season there as well. When he posts, he's engaging. But it's basically him... And what? And then, and it doesn't help when you know someone like a club legend like SM retires, um, and Quiveria, or however you say it, was um, what he apparently retired at the, end, the start of the season, but he's still around. Um, it doesn't yeah, help when it, you know those guys aren't giving him much chop. I think I think he needs an extra hand. That that's just my opinion. Fair enough. Uh, the, the Gumbies have got some stuff they've got to sort out and hopefully they can do that as well before the season ends and into next season. Well, uh, we'll push on to the captain's corner where we assess two of the captains each week. Uh, and this week, the first one we're going to speak about is Wacky Tiger from the Furies, my mob. He's a co-captain, uh, but we don't see him a hell of a lot. So Wacky stumbled into the role after Fumbler pulled the pin on captaincy duties. Hado, I'll ask you, do you think Wacky was ready to step up and co-captain the Furies? Um, I don't think anyone was ready to step up and captain the Furies to be like, like who actually is the the main captain there? Like we don't we don't know. I play there and I'm not even sure. Uh, Natural Disaster uh, submits the team sheets with zero luck, um, so we're we're probably keen to overthrow him at some stage. Um, but yeah, I'm not too sure what the uh, status is at the moment. We just kind of run our own race. It's just, it, it's baffling. It, every time you go into the match thread, it's just like, you know, whether Natural Disaster's captain, Wacky Tiger's captain, um, Jackna 8 is apparently captain or wants to be captain at some stage as well. So it's just, yeah, I'm not sure exactly what's going down going down at the Furies. Well, we're, we're going to get back on track this week. But our sports maniac, one of Wacky's trademarks, is not doing a hell of a lot. Can you see a way that he can keep pushing forward as co-captain? of the Furies, or does he need to put his time and energy elsewhere and, and just f- focus on playing? Uh, I, I have to admit, um, <clears throat> sorry, I have to admit, one of the most entertaining things from the most recent match thread um, between the Furies and the Swamp Rats was, the, um, was referring to Captain Zero. Now, you could argue that goes to natural disaster because he's got zero luck. Or you could apply that to Wacky Tiger because he does practically zero. Um, I think it's got merits as a comic, in all seriousness. Um, Captain Zero tries to do something. I don't know. Get one of the imaginative um, imaginative artists, the creators in the league, to come up with a comic for it. I think, I think it's got potential. Um, on a more serious note, however... I don't know how you can get by by um, by doing nothing. I really don't. And I, I think, honestly, 
the easiest solution is we need to have a Who Wants to Be a Fury's Captain show have Cloud or yourself um, as Eddie and then let's just cycle through the candidates and if they get an answer wrong, out they go. Last one standing. Just do it in a game show format. Yeah, do it in a game show format. Let's have some fun with it. Yeah, well, yeah, well, we could do that. Look, we're going all right down the Furies. We've got a, a lot of strong posters, but um, yeah, it wouldn't hurt if Natural Disaster could uh, post a, a winning team sheet for once, and maybe Wacky needs to take back over the team sheets as he seemed to have a bit more luck in that area. But uh, th- there seems to have been over the past few weeks a, a bit of high-level banter between Wacky and Natural Disaster about leadership topics. Hey, do you reckon this has the potential to turn into a takeover attempt by Natural Disaster, so he can just fly solo and be the main man? Um, personally, I, I think he should. Um, there's nothing probably worse in my time that happened was, you know, co-captaincy. It, it just, I don't think it works, especially with two sort of, uh, ego driven sort of people. Um, so the best thing that he, he would do for himself and probably for the Furies as well is to, to officially take over. And Sports Maniac, so I mean, Wacky Tiger's had a pretty decorated career. He's had back-to-back mobs medals, EKA medal, just to name a couple. When the time finally comes for Wacky to retire, be that in two years, five years, whatever that might be, what is he going to be best remembered for in the SFA community? What is his legacy going to be? Um, That's a great question. And to be honest, I don't know what the clear answer is because I've only seen him for a couple of seasons myself, like... Very, very hard to answer that. Um, I would personally love to see him remembered as that decorated, um, successful um, cootie player or quirty player, however the hell we're pronouncing it these days. Um, but the way he's going at the moment, he's going to be remembered as the captain that did nothing. And I don't think that should happen to a legend like that. No, definitely not. I mean, we love Wacky down at the Furies, and we've got no doubt he'll he'll bounce back and lead us to glory once again alongside Natural Disaster. We'll push on to the second captain we'll look at, which is Cats to Rise of the Mount Buller Demons. Uh, I might let you take it away with this one, Hayday, given that you had the the demons in as a roast. What, what do you think's going on with the leadership down there? Um, uh, it's it's tough. I mean, Cats to Rise is probably. I think, again, he was thrown into the position probably before that he was actually ready. Um, Van Dyke at the time was a... what I, I personally think he was a great captain of the club. Uh, Van Dyke and I started almost at the same time, I think, in season 20, or if not so a little bit beforehand. Um, and he, he, had the, he had the team in, you know, a great way, whereas Cats to Rise ever since... Um, yeah, I'm not sure who their leadership group actually is. Um, I hope Brody Dangerfield's not in there. <laughs> um, and it's just, yeah, I'm not exactly sure. They they need some sort of success before they can start Cats to Rise. I mean, he's a pretty ego-driven sort of person as well, so he wouldn't like the fact that they haven't had any sustained success for quite a while. Speaking of his leadership, I'll put this one to you, Sports Maniac. Cats to Rise famously took the heat of a tribunal gallery for a mistake that wasn't even his. It was Sante's. Uh, but he took ownership, or Sante didn't take any ownership of it, so Cats to Rise stood up and uh, took the brunt of it. 
Is he a weak leader for copying the punishment for something he didn't do, or is he a strong leader for taking the fall for Sante? I think it takes guts to do that. I. It's clear that Santo was never going to um, take it, take the medicine for it, for the mistake that he made. Um, I think it takes great guts to stand up and take that um, punishment on his behalf. It's not ideal leadership, but um, it's better leadership than. Um, I think you're a weak leader if you don't stand up and own up to your mistakes and take the punishment. Um, so, Santo, definitely a weak leader. For Katsuros... Sorry, is, is Santo all there at the Demons at the moment or is, is one foot in the door of the Bombers? Because I know that the, throughout the whole of last... or almost the whole of last off-season, um, he was sort of campaigning to go to the Bombers. Oh, one one foot in, one foot out. He's checked yeah. out. He's checked out? Yeah, he's yeah. checked out. He doesn't want to take responsibility for his actions. Just doesn't do much around there anymore. He's definitely checked out. So uh, just get it to the Bombers ASAP. I think so. He's chasing that success. I mean, they obviously have won the last couple, but he's just trying to, you know, sell himself around to, to get a flag, I think. But uh, back to Cats to Rise. Hey, I'll put this one to you. He's started himself on the bench in games and even scored donuts one time. Do you agree with this method of captaincy or should he be leading by example and playing in a prime position and leading from the front? Uh, absolutely not. He should be... I mean, look on the other side. I'm playing full forward for the Wonders and was leading the the uh, the Fred medal, what, with five weeks from the comp- uh, at the start of the competition. So... He needs he needs to put himself in a prime position from mine. Yeah, I totally agree. And Sports Maniac, in typical Mount Buller Demons fashion, they continue to load up on the unwanted Furies players. They may as well be our reserves team. It's like Steven Silvani at Carlton taking GWS people. How much longer can Cats to Rise go with this recruiting philosophy? Uh, as long as there are unwanted uh, players at the Furies. Maybe Sturgeon can go play not- for them. Yeah, why not? Sturge can go and play for them. I'm sure you'll have someone else to throw out uh, to the Demons in no time. Um, but really, shouldn't they be called the Mount Bull of Fury's Reserves? They should be. We've lobbied for that a few times, but haven't had much success. Well, lobby harder. Um, <laughs> we'll, lobby harder. We'll, Swap Rats will back you on that one. I'm sure we'd get a, a, a almost a majority to get that over the line, I think. And yeah, Hado, I, the, the last one not... for you, Hado, on uh, Cats to Rise, is the Demons are sitting inside the eight by game with poor percentage. Can they hold on to a final spot? Uh, well, I mean, they, they probably could. Um, again, going by personal experience, the Wonders won a premiership with having a percentage less than 100 back in Season 21, so... It is doable, um, but again, the uh, the demons aren't the wonders, so I don't think they can. No, fair enough. And uh, we'll push on to the Who Said It game. So the, obviously Lunity had a pretty good strike rate last week with two from three, and Phenom was close to useless. Uh, so this is the game, Heyday, where I'll read out some quotes from your players in your round 11 match thread, and you've got to try and guess who the poster was. So we'll see how well you know your teammates. 
the first quote what a team Hado, i hope you have your sticky hands happening on sunday as you'll be getting some laced out passes all day all night with a wink face who said that uh i think that'd be our newest recruit are you very good it was the second quote i was born with a beard take that however you will oh jeez. uh <laughs> i i have a feeling it could have been cactus underscore no, it was Nick CC. Nick CC. And the third one was, well, if tassels are your thing, here's one of the Bears cheerleaders. Yeah, see, that that's uh, a cactus line, I think, as well. That was Walker the Star. Walker the Star, okay. I think there you, you go, not a, not a great might, start. No, you might have even liked some of those comments, just to make matters worse for you. Um, oh, and, <laughs> and Sports Maniac, your three quotes are from the Round 11 Furies uh, swamp, match, swamp Rats match thread. The first one is, Golemus disagrees, but then they've boycotted every match thread so far. Wish you were still admin. You'd get them for disrepute. Bloody hell. Um, that sounds like a Phil Reich comment. No, it was your, your fearless leader in Ant Bear. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yep. There you go. The second quote is, who told you that? A school teacher named Iris or was it one of her pupils? Oh, part of me wants to say Phil Reich again, but I'm going to go Firestarter. You would have been right with your first guess. Oh, my right. <laughs> And the third one is, I'm taking the piss out of the choice to call yourself the Furies. Sorry, can you repeat that? I'm taking the piss out of the choice to call yourself Furies. Bloody hell. Um, I don't actually recall seeing that comment. Um, oh, I'll go, I'll go rickety. It was Firestarter. Oh, no. So you had, you had the two names twice, but you're just in the, in the wrong order. Oh, and that's why they call me Donuts Maniac when it comes to guessing games. <laughs> oh, and hey, no, you didn't go too bad, but uh, I'll give you well, I'll give you both pass marks. You had the names there, Sports Maniac, just not in the right order. That's all right. We'll push on to the club focus for both of your respective teams. So, hey, no, I'll start with you with the Wanders, you played your 100th game last week. What does it mean to you to reach that milestone? Um, I mean, it's always good to be a one-club player, um, for starters. The Wonders have obviously been pretty good for me since coming into the league in Season 20. Um, we're, we're, going, we're going great guns at the moment. There's, there's nothing that's going to really stop us from going to another finals campaign. Um, we're still on our verge of hashtag first to six, six premiership. Um, and, you know, we've, what do we win? We're sitting, what, third, I think, with eight wins and two losses, possibly. Eight wins, three losses. Yep, eight wins and three losses. Yep. And, you know, we, we knocked off the Hawks when they were on their seven-game winning streak. So, um, yeah, we're, we're doing we're doing great. That was a, a pretty big moment for the club, beat, knocking off the Hawks last week. What did you put the win down to? How did it all come about? Um, I think, you know, the the Hawks match threads are always um, pretty entertaining. So, 
everyone was sort of up and about throughout the week between both teams. Um, and I think that was actually my 100th game too. So I kicked seven, so I think I was obviously the uh, the difference between the two. <laughs> Good self-promotion there. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you had decent list turnover after last season. Are there any concerns about your ability to retain big-name players after the departures of Nakai and Nana? Uh, well, not really. I mean... Look at where's Nakaya now, honestly. Like, he's not even in the league anymore. So that's probably um, a good thing for the club to get rid of. Ha- well, our slogan at the start of the season was hashtag no dickheads. And, well, we definitely got rid of one of them at the time. Um, and, and Nana, I guess, he only sort of left because he had a, a bet with one of the Bombers players that because we played the Bombers in a prelim last season, I believe. Um, and he had a bet with one of the Bombers players to see who would win, and then if the Bombers won, and then Nana would go over to the Bombers. So I think that's the only reason why um, he actually left the club. All right, so you still back yourself in to retain all your good players, though? Oh, definitely. I mean, with the amount of good that we've had go out over the last couple of seasons, we've obviously brought in a lot of uh, great posters and young posters like U2 uh, Tigers, Elton John's Week came over from the Demons as well. Um, Cactus is another one. Sarah Smiles, even though people think that he might be Harolad, which definitely I'm not, not exactly sure. No, definitely not. Um, definitely not, apparently. Um, yeah, so our retention's pretty good. We get rid of play. Every team loses always good players, and we replace them with even better players. So no, no worries I- on our end. I expressed concern about this in episode one. I have concerns on your judgment, seeing that Dogs 105 and Elton John's Wig are in your leadership group. Are you very, very sure that they're suitable for that kind of role? They, they just don't seem like they're up to it. Uh, well, I mean, it's interesting. Dogs came into the leadership group because he's been at the club for so long. Um, he's probably one of the more experienced players at the at the club at the moment. So I thought what better way to reward someone who's shown a lot of faith in the club than um, putting him into more of a leadership group style. And Elton John's wig, at the time, I was always looking for someone to take over the captaincy at some stage. Um, So funnily enough, Nana was that person last season. So I was trying to obviously do like a bit of a grooming session and then lead someone into into the captaincy. But... Um, so Elton John's wig is currently that person at the West Coast Wonders. Fair enough. And um, Sports Magnet, we'll move on to you and the Sydney City Swamp Rats. Out of 10, how would you rate Anne Bear as captain? Well, see, this is a tough one because half the time we're busy trying to sack him, hashtag sack Ant Bear. Um, but in all seriousness... Um, he's really brought together a really good team. And given the upheavals that we've gone through the last couple of seasons, um, it's really important to have that steady hand there to guide us all through them. I mean, uh, when you lose a poster who passes away, I mean, that that is devastating to any club. And... With a captain that does nothing, um, we wouldn't have coped. But 
amp there. It, it, I think it brought us all closer together, and really, I can't fault his leadership um, oh, yeah. at all. All right, that's fair enough. Now, the Swamp Rats, Swamp Rats have now won three in a row, as we mentioned before. Moving off the bottom of the ladder and into the top eight must be a pretty exciting time down there. Yeah, we're all suffering from vertigo at the moment. Um, a lot of us don't know what to do with ourselves because it's the highest position we've been in since, oh, I don't know, season 23, I suppose. Um, yeah, it's a very unfamiliar feeling uh, for some and for our rookies that have come in. I think it's reward for the effort they've put in. Now... I couldn't have you on without speaking about or asking you on your thoughts on the controversy that come from the, the recent scandal that rocked the SFA and some of Noobs' comments from the first podcast. Is there anything you'd like to say about that situation at all? Um, very simple. We, we were entitled to a resim under the league rules. We requested the, the resim. Um, it doesn't make us petty and desperate at all. Um, I, I know, I understand why the comments were made. I get why the comments were made. I could not disagree with them more if I tried. Um, basically we, you look at the history of the Swamp Rats when it comes to re-sims. Um, last season, there was a game, I think it was last season, there was a game where a lot of text went missing. Under the league rules, we could have requested, at the time, we could have requested a resim. We didn't. We, from memory, lost that game and we took the loss and accepted it, even though we could have gone for a resim. There was another one where we resimmed a game, putting our top, we requested a resim for a game, putting our top four hopes at risk. Um, we lost the resim. We got knocked out of the finals the following week. So, uh, given given our, uh, we're being labelled petty and desperate. I just I could not disagree with it more if we tried. Um, if I tried, I just I think when you look at our record on resims, um, I know where we stand. We stand on the side of fairness and integrity. Fair enough. Uh, the last thing I want to ask you about is you've picked up some good rookies this year, and the one in particular I want to get your thoughts on is Got the Goods. What have you made of his season so far? He's definitely got the goods. Definitely got the goods. He's brought he's brought a lot of energy, very engaging, um, and an absolute pleasure to post alongside. Uh, I really I really can't fault his contribution to the season. It's be, it's been an absolute joy to watch. Yeah, from the threads that I've seen with him in it, he really does bring a lot to the table. Uh, very, very good poster. So I think you've got a good one there. I think I think we've got a lot of good um, rookies this season. They're all contributing. They're all finding their feet. Um, some obviously find their feet quicker than others. Hell, I, I've been in the league, what, three and a half seasons? I'm still trying to find my feet and find a happy medium that I'm happy with. So... Um, got the goods is really taken to the league like a duck takes to the water. Yeah, I think you're spot on there. 
I'll move on to the rumor file, and we've only got two rumors through this week. The first one, and I'll get your thoughts on this, Hado, is there is going to be a shake-up in the Furies leadership group. That's that's probably the best thing to happen, I think. As I mentioned before, it's probably... It depends. Hopefully, it's natural disaster that's going to do it, as we were talking about before with the... Um, with the undermining and going for the main captaincy. Um, hopefully it happens. Hopefully it happens. Okay, fair enough. Hopefully it happens. And uh, Sportsman, I'll put this one to you, mainly because you toasted this team earlier on, but a rumour's come through that the Warriors are having internal crisis meetings regarding the lack of regular posters. A couple of their leading posters have expressed interest to go elsewhere, uh, mainly because there's been... I think 11 posters with zero posts in the last four to five weeks. Does stats like that ring alarm bells or do you still think they're just going to carry on as normal or what can be done there? I think, I think it's, um, it goes in cycles. Um, as I said, I, as I said, and I will stick by it, the Warriors, the match thread with the Warriors, they are an engaging team and Woosh has done a fantastic job. And I, I can't fault Woosh for that. Um, every team has inactive posters. Every team has posters who have posted zero. Um, it's not a good look if higher posting players want to leave. Um, I, I actually think that reflects quite poorly. Um, look, there are certainly... Every team at some point or other are going to have concerns um, hell, the Swamp Rats for a long time had, for a while, had some concerns. But um, before I joined, um, and I'm not, I'm not taking credit for the turnery and either. But um, Swamp Rats were well on their way to recovering when I joined. Um, it goes in cycles. Some teams who are high, higher posting teams will lose a few, and they'll slip down to lower posting teams for a while. The challenge for the Warriors is to find that right fit that will get them back up. And posting numbers aren't everything. Um, like I, I would put humour and just being engaging above the number of posts. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, they just they probably need maybe another two or three posters who can come in and provide that same engagement that. The existing ones do. Um, I, I sincerely hope that that's not the case, though. That posters are looking to leave. Yeah, fair enough. That's well addressed. That rumor. Um, and like always, if anyone else has got any rumors, please send them through. We'll move on to a new segment this week, and this has come off the back of uh, Lunity last week, highlighting Hate and his good work behind the scenes with keeping up with all the stats and all that kind of stuff. So Hate actually inboxed me last week um, and just gave me a bit of a rundown and of the stuff he's doing behind the scenes and the stats he's keeping track of and what he's developed to have everything in a, an easy-to-read to format is unbelievable. And uh, yeah, he decided to hit me up with a few stats that we could speak about on the show about the games. So what he sent through, it's the current ladder, but he's broken it down with the quarters that each team has won uh, where they've outscored their opponent and an average score per quarter. So this accounts so far for the 44 quarters played so far. So I'll just go through some interesting stats and just get your thoughts on them. 
The first one is the Coney Island Warriors have only won one last quarter with an average score of 23.27 points. Hey, though, that, that's a pretty low last quarter score. It just seems like everyone's going to be mowing them down if they're in the front at any stage. That probably just questions their fitness, really, doesn't it? It does. I mean, it, it feels like they're getting out of the blocks really well, but uh, just fading away massively. It seems that that's a massive concern as he heading to the back half of the year. Is that uh, that's probably very similar to their match reds as well? I think whether they go, you know, pretty premature in Tuesday, Wednesday, and then obviously they they die off pretty quick, pretty quickly towards the end of the week. And another one here: the Swamp Rats have had the lowest last quarter average of twenty-two points, but have still won twenty-four quarters in total. Sports Maniac, what? Why did the Swamp Rats keep fading late in games? Is it due to Ampere's leadership? No, nah, we, we bloody go to the pub at halftime, for God's sake. Um, Fair call. I, it, is, it is so difficult to keep Dingster away from the pub. I mean, the past few weeks we've had to chain him into the goal, um, to the goal square. I mean, that's how desperate we've gotten. And it's it seems to have worked. So I, I think we're going to have to keep employing that. Um, I, I think that stat reflects the fact that we do start off games pretty well but during the early part of the season our games did follow a very familiar pattern we started off well and then we faded out so um that last quarter average doesn't really surprise me we 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 probably go to the pub at half time and don't return most of us I think there's a lot of players in the league from a lot of clubs that are probably guilty of that as well and there's nothing wrong with that let's be honest Oh, def- there's definitely nothing wrong with that at all. And, um, yeah, go on. Oh, the, the last one, uh, team-related anyway, is the Hawks, who averaged 33.18, and the Wanders, who averaged 29.18, uh, have won the most quarters with 28 each. Haydo, how do you get your team so well-drilled to have a, such a consistent performance? Um, well, we, we obviously go to the pub earlier in the week. So that that's our that's our actual training program for the week. So rather than going at halftime on the weekend, why not go four or five days throughout the week? Right. So dehydrate so, yourself before game day, so you're not affected while playing. Absolutely, and and the stats they don't lie. Have a look at them. So the Swamp Rats need to take obviously a, a leaf out of our book. I think you've just given away some some of your secrets there. I think a few teams might jump on board with that theory. I know the Furies, we're pretty big on the goon bags down at the Furies, so we might have to uh, alter our program of goon drinking when we try and do that. Maybe yeah. a bit more sort of middle class sort of stuff. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry, you reckon that's bad? Try a Swamp Rats training session. Fair think of the past, I don't know how many training sessions, we've been put in a bus, we've been blindfolded, <laughs> we've had the Baghdad Bombers club song played on repeat over and over again. That apparently passes as training these days. <sighs> Hashtag sack ant bear. <laughs> Just more reason to get him out. And uh, the other stat that hate sent through to me is about an individual. So ten goals, kicking ten goals in a game is a massive effort. And last week, Brab kicked ten goals in round eleven. Um, he's the seventeenth player to kick ten goals. Brab is only the third player to kick ten goals, but his team still lost the game. And this happened, the last time it happened was back in round two, season 20, when Dream Team Buff kicked 10 goals, but lost to the Swamp Rats. 
Brab is the second player to kick 10 goals but not have scored 100-plus Dream Team points, which I find absolutely staggering. Um, and the last time that happened was in the same game I mentioned previously. And in short, according to Hate's analysis, Brab is probably the worst 10-goal player to ever play the game. Jeez. Is that a, a fair assessment? Based, I mean, how do you not score over 100 Dream Team points if you kick 10 goals? <laughs> Jesus, that's a great question. Um, well, he's obviously hasn't done anything else on the field apart from kick the sausage rolls. He must have kicked 10 goals and had 40 turnovers or something like that. That's a, that's a very good question. The worst 10-goal player of all time. Jesus, that you know, that's a nickname that could actually stick. I, I kind of like, I like that one. I think Brub should update his signature and put that in there, that he's the worst 10-goal player of all time. Props if he does. <laughs> All right, so that was uh, the stats sent through from Hate, so we look forward to getting more of those through in the coming weeks. We'll move on to the current ladder after round 11. I won't go through the whole lot, but there's been a couple of changes. So the Roys are now on top, with the Hawks second and the Wanders third. Um, and the bottom four is the, the Bears, the Royals, the Gumbies, and the Warriors. And a massive thanks to LJP86 for the work on the stats and the ladders, and also a shout-out for his 400th game this week, which is a massive, massive effort. And I just want to read you his his, did-you-know fact, that the Sin City Swamp Rats winning streak of three games is the first time since Season 23 that the Rats have won three games consecutively. Ironically, this is the same three rounds, so rounds 9 to 11, as per their streak this season. That's pretty freaky, uh, Sports Maniac, that the only time you've won th- another three in a row was the same rounds in a previous year- season. I'd... Yeah, that's, that's a bit bizarre, actually. Um, spook facts, evidently. I, I think I think that leads to one thing, that the Swamp Rats will be playing finals, because what happened in season 23? We played finals. So, lock it in, Swamp Rats to play finals based on that three-game winning streak. Hopefully you haven't just gone too early and played your best best quitty in rounds 9 to 11, though. No. No, we'll be fine. Um, tr- truth be told, uh, we actually would like to thank someone for that, but we'll save that little surprise for next week in the match thread, Hado. Oh, okay. That's that's interesting. interesting. Yes, very. I think there'll be a lot of people tuning yeah. into that next week. Okay. Ooh, okay. Well, I would Everyone like to thank anyone. Okay, we've uh, we've got quite a few questions from listeners to get through. I may have to cut some out, but we'll get through as many as we can. The first one is for Sports Maniac, uh, and they didn't want to put their name to it, so see if you can work out who it was. Sports Maniac, are the rumours true that you were considering a deflection to the Bombers with the sole intention of saving a fortune in psychology bills when you inevitably sponge some free counselling off the coach? That sounds very much like a MIGS question. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll take I'll take the free uh, psychology sessions, though. Um, hey, yeah, it'd be crazy to knock that back. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the free psychology sessions. I, <laughs> I haven't... I'm not quite aware that I was planning on def, um, deflecting to another club any time soon, no. I, I, haven't, I haven't thought that far ahead yet. All right, and Hado, this one's for you. It's from Yakka. How bad do you want Yakka at the Wonders next year? 
Um, well, apparently I've, I've I've officially signed him for next season. So there you go. There's there's your scoop. Yaka will be a wonder in season twenty six. Well, okay, there it is. Uh, so everyone also, else can lay off. Can lay off. They can stop inboxing him. Uh, Yaka also had a question for you, sports maniac. Why haven't you changed your avatar to the artwork that he lovingly created? That's a great question, actually. I he, um, he does a bloody good job doing that in paint is he, exceptional. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, that is a very good question. Um, I'll, I'll have to get onto that post show tonight. I think. All right, that'll the, the amount in. of. The amount of people in the league with Yakka pitches at the moment is ridiculous. But they're so good. He's done such a good job. I guess, I mean, I guess they are. They, uh, he's doing a pretty good job. So um, if you want to join the Wonders, Yakka, you need to do mine. Okay, there you go, Yakka. you got a, a task for yourself to be able to join the Wonders. Uh, the Filth Wizard, Wizard has sent a question through for you, Hado. Team tags in match threads, yay or nay? Uh, this has been going on for about two or three seasons now um, nay for me obviously there, there's a team thread for a reason um, you know you tag your players in there and then you you quote or you link the actual match thread in your team thread so there's no need for tagging your players in the match in the match thread itself fair enough uh, Noobzor has sent a question in for you sports maniac as I'm sure you could imagine are you scared of me as you keep avoiding answering his questions. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, truth be told, I've just let that um, that saga die down. So it's, it's not about being scared. I just couldn't be bothered dealing with it anymore. Fair enough. Simple answer. Uh, this one's come through from a Wanda's player who wished to remain nameless. Hado, is there any thought in changing the name of the West Coast Wanders as the Wanders part is pretty lame? Um, no, not at all. We're, there was a bit of talk um, at the end of last season to go back to our original seventh Wonders, but nothing really sort of came about that. So, no, the, the Wonders, um, they're not changing their name anytime soon, I don't think. And there's another one for you, Hado, who, another person who didn't want to put their name to the question... I've been feeling guilty every second of every day after telling you I would join the Wanders if I ever left my then current club. Does it hurt you as much as it does me knowing I then took my extremely talented posting ability and joined someone else? Any advice would be greatly appreciated to help me deal with all of this self-loathing and guilt. Well, I thought that might have been a coach question at the start, but it sounds like someone else, whether you joined another club. Um... We hard one to answer without knowing who the poster is, I guess. Yeah, it is. Um, by the way, I, I, I love your coach. It's you know, <laughs> it's all okay. Um, yeah, I, I know that's a tough question without knowing who the person actually is. So, and I admit um, I actually forgot to write it down because I thought if I wrote it down, I'd say it, and they, when they didn't want to. But now it seems more evident that I needed to say it, so you could answer the question. And I think it, it could be Nana with the way that he joined um, mid-trade period from the Roys and then joined the Bombers almost, what, sort of six weeks later. So there's no hard feelings there if it is Nana. No worries. And the last question was a late one in from Lunity, uh, and I think you can both try and work out who this one is for. 
Hello, Michaels. I would like to direct this question to whoever is responsible for the podcast being on Wednesday night instead of tonight. Why do you hate me? Why do you ruin everything? Why do you enjoy seeing me get excited knowing there's a podcast coming just to take it away from me at the 11th hour? Right. Well, that was me. (laughs) Um, That's, uh, you know what? Obviously, Wonders Captain on, so there's got to be a bit of, um, what is it? What is it? What's the word? Um, a bit of ten- oh, not tension. I don't even know the word. You're trying to build suspense <laughs> for your your great suspense. Debut. There you go. Yeah, that's it. So, got to give a bit of suspense to the listeners. Got to keep them wanting more. I think you pissed a few of them off. If, if anything, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think so. Been, yeah, I, I did throw you under the bus because they were starting to give me crap. I thought I'm not having that. It wasn't my fault. I'm going to throw you straight under there. All right, that, that's completely fine. <laughs> Okay, I do apologise. No, that's okay. And uh, that's it for the questions this week. So before we finish up, we'll just go through the games for this round and we'll just get a prediction for each, each of the games. So we'll start with the Bombers versus the Roys. Hato, who, who's going to win? Um, look, the Bombers, I think, are going to win this. Um, they're, they're tracking along pretty nicely. They're, they're playing some good some good quitty at the right time of the season, so they'll win this week. And Sports Maniac? Roy's for me. All right. Uh, the Wanders versus the Demons. Who's, who's going first? Oh, you can go first. Yeah. Um, well, the Wonders obviously. We smashed them in round one, so there's no reason why we can't do it again. Yeah, Wonders for me as well. I just think the Demons, um, they're a bit useless on the field at the moment. All right. And the Warriors versus the Furies. Hado? Um, I'll go home ground advantage for this, the Warriors. I'll I'll go the Warriors as well, especially if Natural Disaster posts the team sheet. Which he has, so we're zero chance of winning. Uh, <laughs> the Dragons versus the Bears, Hado? Um, I think the, Be- the Bears are doing pretty well. They've, what do they won? I think three or four in a row now. They beat us last week, so, um... Another win, we'll probably see them inside the top eight, surprisingly. So I'll go to the Bears. Um, yeah, Bears for me as well. The Royals versus the Swamp Rats. I hope it's the Swamp Rats, but I just can't see them. I, I don't think they travel well. Oh, now, hang on. We've won three games in a row. Cut us a bit of slack. <laughs> um, swamp Rats, definitely. Definitely. And the last game for the round, I think you know who you're both going to pick. The Gumbies versus the Hawks. Maybe we'll see an upset. Surely not. (laughs) No, no, surely not. No, the Hawks will win pretty easily, I think. Yeah, Hawks Hawks by 10 goals, it won't even be close. Fair enough. All right, well, that does it for tonight's show. So Sports Maniac and Hado, thanks so much for coming on, guys. Really appreciate it. No worries. Thank you. Absolute pleasure, and a quick shout-out to Sean Dugan and his brother, Sean Dugan. No worries. All right, thanks for coming on, guys. Appreciate it. Cheers. Cheers.